It's your time. I was thinking on the way over here, I think after you're done with whatever this is going to be. This season. This season. Mm -hmm. That people on the street are going to be like calling this like the Nance Formation. <laughs> Welcome to the Nance Formation. My name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. Shall we begin? My number one is a show where I go to my friends and I ask them what their number one healing modality is that really made a difference in their lives. Then I go try it and then I report back or talk to the healer involved. This week's number one is a little bit different because this week's number one is a book. Your number one is Con Mari by Marie Kondo. And these two comedians, known as the comedy duo Frangela, have been kind of biohacking each other for years to try to find out what their number one is. We, once we try to give ourselves both chemical peels, <laughs> yeah, that's not a good idea. You Together? Need to which yeah. One, yeah, you need to know which bottle has the acid and which one has the water. Oh! And which one has the diluted acid. Yeah. This is the thing, they sent, first of all, you should not be able to buy acid online. Yeah. I just want to say, as much as I stand for freedom, yeah. this mm -hmm. is, at, from personal experience, that should not be allowed. Oh my yeah. God. Um, and we learned that lesson the hard way. This is the comedy duo Frangela, Francis Collier, and Angela V. Shelton. We tried candling. We've yeah. done. I set Angela on fire. That was. Uh, what is that? The one where you in your ears. ear? Yeah, yeah she, she couldn't just hear. Just temporarily. Oh I was trying to help. Spray tanning. Yes. We also made up our own diet, the um, aversion diet. That didn't work. That didn't work. They have an amazingly funny political podcast called The Final Word, which you should probably just stop this and go check out right now if you haven't heard of it. I don't know how you put the two together in this in this environment. You gotta laugh or else you'll cry. Yeah, yeah. Or stab someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been fans of these ladies for years, and so I just knew they'd have a great number one, and I wasn't wrong. We're into trying things. Yeah. Okay. You know, so we're very much like, let's try it. Mm -hmm. So So to be more exact, the book is called Mari: The Art of Tidying Up. And it's not just about tidying up your home. It is about finding joy in everything you have. So it requires that you touch every single thing in your living space. Make it every place you look, you see something that brings you joy. Not guilt, not, oh, I gotta get that done. Not, oh, I can't get rid of that, my mom gave it to me. Joy. Joy. Now I thought this would be easy. Because of joy, Joy Carol, I've completely already cleaned out my house. What more could there be to do, right? You okay. are actually confronting yourself. You're confronting your habits. You're confronting things that I had to go back to sometimes when I bought it mm -hmm. yeah. and where I was at that place. And why did I, why did I buy this shirt? Because I've got four other white button down. Okay, as Pat Allen would say, let's take a time out. First, um, I need to back up for a second. I'm not just a fan of Frangela, but I've been somewhat obsessed with them for years, uh, so much so that when my writing partner and I did our last show, we wrote for them with the hopes that they would come and do our show, and then they did it. And, you know, like a, a total fangirl, I've been cultivating a real friendship with them, which is really, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy to go from fan to friend. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> I am, Nancy, I'm so excited because you know what? It is needed. 
Anyway, I've convinced these two to come do my number one. We do the most incredible interview. I'm like, oh, this is going to be in the top 10. In fact, the interview is so great and it goes on so long that my Final Cut Pro just stops recording after about an hour and a half and I lose the entire interview. In that moment, I'm a fangirl. I'm freaked out. I'm like, um, I'm sure I'll find it. Do you think we could just do a little bit more? They're exhausted. I mean, we've been talking till like 11.30 at night. You know what I think? I think in future generations, I think when people look back at this time in history, that they're not going to even say Trump's name. I don't think they're going to say Trump. Like, I think what they're going to be talking about is how this was the period of time that ushered in the most progressive yeah. and amazing era in certainly American history and maybe in global history, that they're going to look back at this as a turning point where we be truly expanded like a new renaissance you know wow. like a new age of reason reason or they may look back and think i wonder what was on that tape when nancy talked to frangela for an hour and a half i bet it was really funny and poignant and it was but i got them to speak a little bit more and while it's not as good as the hour and a half long discussion i had it's pretty damn good so let's get back to Marie Kondo and KonMari. Top five things from it for me um, were the uh, folding of the clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It keeps you, and also just keeping the It's right a way of, of folding clothes. It's a way yes. of folding clothes, a way of being able to, so you can see every article of clothing you have. No more digging for anything. No more pulling out that stained shirt and putting it on, realizing it's stained and taking it off and putting it back. Like it cuts down your get ready time by 80%. Okay, let's get to the nuts and bolts of this book. So basically, yeah, the book is about throwing shit out. Um, But it's not just about throwing shit out. It's about then organizing the stuff that you have in a way that you can always see it and, and love everything around you. So the idea is like if I sit down in my room, I look around and absolutely everything I look at, I love. I got rid of so many like caboodles and, you know, organizing systems and I didn't need all of those yeah, little, things. You know, totes and things you put all your like your pens and your yeah. stuff or your nail stuff in. Once you got rid of, you don't need any of that crap. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't have many caboodles. I already threw out a bunch of stuff on the last transformation. I mean, how much more could there be? I, you know, getting rid of, you know, why do I have 26 different plates? There, I live with one other human being. At the most, I have three people over for dinner. Yeah. You know, like. What if you do have 25 people over for dinner? Well, then you keep, then you keep 25 plates, you or, know? Or, or you, once you cater. every three years. Yeah, whatever. Or you, or you, you get, get some catering stuff. You get some catering, you rent, or you buy, you know, you get temporary plates, but you do what works. If the plates bring you happiness. So now the plates I have yeah. are um, these plates that a friend gave me for my birthday. I love, I'm a Francophile, and they have different, like, French things on them. Mm. And so that those are our pl- that's the pl- those are the plates I use now. I didn't want to tell Angela that I thought a francophile was a fan of James Franco, and I had to Google it when I got home. My favorite moment in the book is is that a one woman who uh, con marries and she cleans up her whole home, gets everything done, and then realizes she doesn't love her husband and con marries him. She's like, I realized the only thing not working in my life was my husband. Thank you, Marie Kondo. Yeah, not kidding. Yeah, not kidding. I but love... I'm gonna tell you, it will make you do that. You will start to go, Why am I holding on to these relationships? Relationships. Why am I 
you know, engaging in uh, these things that bring me no joy. Is this a sign? Have they conmarried me? I tried to call Angela four times before she called me back. When the thing went awry, what was your first thought? I, I just didn't, I really didn't think, I mean, for me, I was just like, I didn't know when it died. If it died at the beginning or the end or, or how much you'd lost or... Weren't you like, fuck her? Oh, no. <laughs> for me, anytime I get to talk about KonMari and people don't tune out is a win. I don't know if you can hear my nervous laughter in the background, but... It's a transformation. This is incredible. This is really cool. Yeah. Let's get on with the transformation. What's the first step I'm gonna have to do? Clothes. Clothes. So literally grabbing everything you ever, you own. Every article of clothing. And, and Coats, he, socks, panties, every single article of clothing. And here was the big thing. Once you do it, and you go back to a closet or a drawer or someplace, you got something over there, over there, and you're, you've conmarried all your clothes, yeah. and you find something else, you gotta get rid of it. It seems really hardcore, but I went for it. I went to my car, I went in my garage, I pulled out bags of like, you know how you have stored sweatshirts from winter and bathing suits from summer, I took it all out, I dumped it in the middle of my room, and I started to go through it. And just a little tip, I did it with the book on tape. So as I did it, she was in my ear, coaxing me along. A dramatic reorganization of the home causes correspondingly dramatic changes in lifestyle and perspective. It is life transforming. And also giving me some advice. When faced with something that brings joy, their decision is usually instantaneous. Their touch is gentle and their eyes shine. When faced with something that doesn't bring them joy, their hands pause, and they cock their head and frown. And as I did, I thought, oh, this isn't so hard until I got to some shoes. I had bought these shoes online for hundreds of dollars. Like, I don't even want to say I'm so embarrassed how much they were. The only reason I hadn't thrown it out was because of how much money I had spent on it. Okay, well, this is the thing. Like I said, the way Marie Kondo explains it is, if you're using it, it's paying rent. If it's, if you're not using it, it's just a freeloading asshole <laughs> relative that you got to kick out. So that's the thing about those shoes. Those they're freeloading fuckers. They're not doing anything to keep that ship running. They're not making you happy. In fact, they're they're pissing you off every time you look at them, which means it's time for them to get out of your fucking closet and get a job in their own place to live. And then I reminded Angela that in the lost footage, we had discussed the idea of every time I want to throw something out, I think, oh, but I could sell this. I could make some money off it. And I believe it was Francis who said to me, but would you? Are you the type of person who gets on eBay and sells all your stuff? And I was like, no, I hate that stuff. And she's like, just throw it out. So I ended up giving it to the Veterans Administration, but I felt so good about it because it felt like well, somebody else is going to be putting on these great leather shoes and getting a job because of it. Exactly. Instead of it just laying in your house, collecting dust, making you feel bad. Hey, you know what? I'm and, wondering, yeah. do you think we could get Francis on? No, she's, uh, she's, she's not. She's out right now. She's okay. Right now. But, um... Did you see the way she said that? Oh, no. She's out. I've clearly been conmarried by Francis. Wait. <laughs> Let's get to the testing, girl! We were having so much fun. What, for me, it's just um, sit with it and process it. Like, yeah. just process my part in it and not over-process it. Yes. What is my part in it? 
I asked friends to do a free podcast and had them speak for an hour and a half on that podcast and then asked them to do it again. But <laughs> overanalyze it. Because I feel like that's detrimental as well. Of like, what am I going through and why? It's like, that. It's sometimes all of this work, I feel like self-help work or like recovery or just therapy, it's like in the search we lose the moment. Yeah, that's right. Mistakes happen. I mean, it's never happened to me before, but I'm sure this stuff happens. Imagine if I did a television show and I lost all the material. It's like my worst nightmare. Sometimes we just have to be in the moment and go, you know what, I don't feel very well, but I'm going to be okay. And instead of trying to figure out, like, why do I feel this way? I'm so sad. I'm so freaked out. This, this isn't working. Okay, Kirk's right. I need to get back to the subject at hand. I called my friend Vanessa, who lives around the corner and will be featured very heavily in an upcoming episode, and I wondered if she would help me out. Do you know about Kanmari? Yeah, you put everything out on the table, then you pick up yeah. each item and you say, Do I love Do this? Do I love this? Does it bring me joy? Right. And if it's a yes, then you thank it and you keep it. Right. And if it's a no, you thank it and you you thank it for everything it's brought, brought in you and then you put it in a pile to go. I started by gathering all the cups that I had and placing them on a round table in the living room. I have to ask you, have you ever felt like any kitchen item and any kitchen item has brought you joy before? Like yes. are you Yes, okay. Don't you have certain cups that you like to go to? Now that you mention it, I have these cups that I brought from Canada that have been in my family for a really long time and it was a set of 4. Yeah. And I let somebody stay at my place and all of a sudden I have three cups. They say they don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, did you conmari them out? Yeah, th no, they're not coming back for sure. Do I need to play the awful record scratch, which by the way is so cheesy and I hate record scratches, but it just feels like this is a record scratch. I said you do not bring me joy. Please leave. I. <laughs> at this point I thought I'd ask Vanessa her advice. If you conmari someone out of your life, will they ever get back in? Well, it, today I've conmari people out of my life and I'm in a current process of conmarying them back into my life. I've never heard of somebody, because you know they say in conmari, once you throw something out, you will never regret it coming back. And there's the age old question. Once you throw something or someone away, do you ever really want it back? I don't miss any of the things and in fact, I had a whole box of things that I kept and a year later I had not opened that box. So I took the whole box and threw it out. It and sounds I feel like great about it, it sounds like you're saying also that it was like a therapy session. Oh, it absolutely is. If I had been able to be more honest about certain situations or set boundaries, I wouldn't have had to get to the place where I'm just cutting them out of my life altogether. Uh, so I I've had I can think of one person that I con married out of my life. Okay. And I think, I think it points to me a pattern in my life of sometimes pulling people in and, uh, and then sort of getting lost in whatever the heck they're doing and then being like, what am I doing? And then cutting them out because I'm like, I'm it, too, you're too deep into it. codependent with you. I gotta, That's I gotta, my exact pattern. That's exactly what happened to me as well in my, in, in my cutting people out. This table's looking great, by the way. So yeah, I can see my part in some problem I had in the past or something, but do I want the person back? Not 
Really? This is a cup that says Wench on it. I used to have a band called Wench. This was also my nickname growing up and somebody gave it to me. And guess what? It doesn't give me joy. Wow. I don't know Ooh, why. You picked the wrong person to come over and do this. With. No, you can't. I'm such a scavenger. I'm sorry, but oh, part I know, of Kanmari is just you doing can't, it. Okay. You gotta just just listen. I think I've broken the first rule of Kanmari, and that is don't talk about what you're Kanmariing. Marie Kondo talks about this a lot. She says, if you're doing this with people around you, they will ultimately question your sanity. This gives me joy. This gives me joy. Why does the measuring cup give you joy? I don't know. I mean, it's just, isn't it all a... A feeling? A, a question. Okay, so this is a oh, tough I can't one. wait. I've been, wait. I've been waiting to hear this story the whole time. She is holding a plastic uh, travel mug that looks like you go to 7-Eleven to get it refilled on Slurpees. Okay. I have a friend who came over to fix my computer. He told me that this is his favorite mug, and then he left it here. <laughs> I haven't seen him in like a year. Does he know his mug? He's is like, here? I've got to get my mug oh, back, he's obsessed with so I can't it. give it away. But I want to desperately <laughs> get it the fuck out of my house. Where does he live? In Venice. I gotta just. Let's get call it him to right him. now. Let's get him on the phone. I dare you to call him. We're going to have levels of realization about you and your choices mm -hmm. about consumption. Oh, that's hilarious. It's from, like, that Philly game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can deliver it to him. Is he living It was really not that important. But, um, yes. But, God, let's get it out of your life at the least. The true purpose of tidying is, I believe, to live in the most natural state possible. Don't you think it is unnatural for us to possess things that don't bring us joy? But yeah, I, you know, it, it has no... Oh, my God. ...to me, I promise. It's All right. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. I mean, this is what KonMari has done for me, Tim. This is a breakthrough. Is KonMari, is this Irish? Uh, how you consume? Why are you keeping that, that, that thing from the boyfriend who cheated on you or who right. hurt you? Like, what are you doing to yourself? I'm going to be a clean Later, vessel. Later, if you want to take stuff with you, you can. No, I do but not. But you're not supposed to. Okay, great. You, you, you don't love that, and so that's going in the not love pile. After Vanessa left, I thought, oh my God, this is one of the upsides of being single. I can do what I want with everything I have. But what if you're not? No. Do you get to throw out your husband's stuff because no. you don't no. love it? No. So you, you that. You, so you, you have that. things in your home that you do not like. Oh, trust me. And wait a minute. Let me tell you. There is a shelf in the closet that is just filled with his memorabilia. He collects, he's, he collects stamps. He collects oh. everything, everything. I think we had a long discussion about how to deal with people who are living with you like husbands and kids, but it's all on the missing tape, so. It's not an easy road. Things are coming up. Yeah. Everything's intensified. Yeah. You what know. what keeps you motivated mm -hmm. to do that? Well, there is an end in sight. There is a there is a beginning, and then there's an end, and there's a result. I'm about halfway through the process now, and as Frangela says, there is an end in sight, and all the categories that I've conmarried so far are now totally clean and tidy all the time because there's a place for everything and it's all grouped together according to type and I know where everything is and it saves so much time from my prep time in the morning to going out at night and I feel like I'm actually doing more things because 
I can simply grab something, I know where it is, and go. I've also noticed that I no longer want to buy clothing online. I want to touch it. I want to put it on. I want to say to myself, does this give me joy? I don't settle for clothes that I wanted in black, but they only had blue, so I just put it on. I don't keep clothes around that are two sizes too big or two sizes too small, hoping one day I'll get back into them. I don't have 50 bars of soap that are sitting in my closet. And over Christmas, I was buying things for friends and family, and first I told everyone, please refrain from buying me knickknacks and soaps and fun stuff that generally my mother loves to give me. And when I was buying for other people, I stopped thinking about price and started thinking about what would this person really love, even if it's super small. And of course, I started to feel the deeper side of KonMari. Who gives me joy? And of course, the even darker side, who have I not given joy to? And who has perhaps KonMari me? Like, you know, I grew up around a lot of deadheads yeah. and what have you. And so body healers. And, yeah. You know, I've been a Buddhist for 30, a Tibetan Buddhist for 30 years. Awesome. So I just love all that stuff. I'm like, yes, come pro prod me. <laughs> Read, what color is my aura today, girl? Is it yellow or purple? And what is my part? So I headed down to a show that Frangela was performing in to confront Francis. They'll be operating as one, as they often do. Um, they are hilarious uh, comedians. They are hilarious radio hosts. They tour the world. They have uh, taught me improv and sketch writing. Uh, I hope that this show does not let them down. They are collectively known as Frangela. I needed to know, have I been conmarried? And can I come back from that? I waited till after the show, and I went up to Francis, and I asked her, Tell me the truth. Have I been conmarried? And this is what she said. Thank you for your service, Nancy. Oh my God, that's it! In the world of KonMari, thank you for your service is like the kiss that Michael gives to Fredo in The Godfather. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. But like that stuff that Frances has to put up with that's hidden away in her husband's closet. He collects, he's, he collects stamps, he collects oh. everything, everything. Maybe, just maybe, she's willing to put up with me. But I'm keeping you! Okay, alright. Thank God. I'm keeping you! Thank God. No, you make the cut, girl. But in all seriousness, I am so grateful to have Frangela on my show and my sincere apologies for making them do a free podcast and then making them do a free podcast again. Here's, here's something you underlined. Getting rid of other people's things without permission demonstrates a sad lack of common sense. Common sense. I would have said it lacks empathy. Or respect, I would, yeah. I would say. I, you yeah. know, but not I'm not entirely common sure. Sense. I'm wondering if there's a language. I just want to say in the yeah. translation. There's oh, a translation okay. issue yes. sometimes. If you really want to have a laugh in all this political hell that we're living in, check out The Final Word on iTunes. They're incredible. Or on Twitter, just look up Frangela. We're on a tour, the Sexy Liberal Resistance Tour, comedy mm -hmm. stand-up tour. And when we were in Chicago, we always tried, they always try to have like a local politician or however big a politician they can get. And so we, uh, a representative in Illinois came to that show, yeah. Jan Schakowsky, and she said something that I'm still kind of reeling from. 
And thank you, Jan Schakowsky, for that quote about a future in which we're not talking about Donald Trump 24-7. That really did make me feel so, it like took this huge weight off of me because I was like, you know what? That is true. And thank you, Marie Kondo, for showing me that once you tidy up once the right way, you never have to do it again. Not only will you never be messy again, but you'll also get a new start on life. <laughs> no, Nancy, you can't give that up. That will hurt me. Tim Ransom, it was wonderful to hear your voice again. And thanks to Vanessa Lenges, who will be in an upcoming episode, which I'm sure will cause a stir. And not, we're not going to actually be touching each other. No, no, no. We're just going to do a uh, just gonna... dry run. Oh, my <laughs> God. I had no idea your place was so big. And thank you to Kirk Ward for all of his sage advice and, of course, coming up with my new catchphrase. It's a transformation. This is incredible. This is really cool. Yeah. And last, I want to say how grateful I am for all the amazing support that's coming to me from the podcast. You guys are an incredible group. And if you like this, uh, please share, like, review, and pass it on to others. It's only getting known through word of mouth, so all of that support really helps. For pictures of the Nance Formation, go to www.mynumberonepodcast.com. And I'll see you next week. My name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. For me, it's been two years since I did it, and it is fucking amazing. <laughs>